The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talks. Been a couple of weeks, but, you know, things happen, and with me doing the driving and stuff, maybe going to bi-weekly, in case there's a weekend where I have to be out, you know, over the weekend or what have you, might be a good idea. Who knows? But we didn't have one last week, which, honestly, I was actually home. I was just really, really <laughs> out of it. <laughs> uh, but but, I'll, but but I can talk more about that later. Uh, I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian who puts out all of that information before he introduces him, his own damn self. And <laughs> and with me here is Michelle. Hello. Uh, I just sit quietly waiting for my intro. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because that's because that's the kind of mind frame that I'm in. Just everything is all topsy-turvy and... Uh, thanks in no part to all of the political shit going around and... I've been hearing a lot. Okay, we're we're actually. I'm actually going to start this particular one up over in England because I've been hearing more and more about Boris Johnson. Yeah. And how much of just an ineffective shit heel he's been? It's kind of glorious. Like, like it. Like, what I understand. What I understand. You know, it, he's uh, prime minister, right? Yes, he is. Okay, that that's what I was thinking. You know, but I wanted to make sure. Um, mm-hmm. Prime Minister very rarely loses their first vote. Like, like, I, I, what is it? What is the House of Commons? Uh, uh, uh yeah, yeah. Parliament. And yeah. Uh, basically, the way it works is you've got all the people in the House of Commons, like all the voted for MPs, um, mm-hmm. regardless of whether or not they are the majority or the minority, are um, Parliament. The government are the team that won. Uh, everyone's everyone's parliament, but the government are just the, like, in this case, Boris and his team minus twenty one people that he decided to um, eat out of there because they didn't vote with him. Um, but yeah, in usually the majority um, is the one that is the government, and everyone else is still the parliament. So that's okay. where you get the uh, shadow ministers and stuff like that. Okay, so so he lost not only his first one, but like what first two or three votes too? Three. Three at least that I'm aware of, possibly a fourth. <laughs> Just wow. Ah. <laughs> uh. And 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 all of this, all of this bullshit is because a whole bunch of people over there decided, well, we don't want to be a part of the European Union. And <sighs> I'm assume I'm presuming it's. Ha- I, correct me if I'm wrong, but did it didn't it have its roots in like you know, not wanting to house refugees or whatever, or, or something along those lines? Kind or, or of, I mean, part of it? Uh, yeah, partly there's a lot of um, BS going around. I believe there's an investigation of, of as to whether or not the referendum, or at least the campaigns surrounding the referendum were even legal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's a whole thing that's going on. And um, there was a lot of fear-mongering in our popular media as well. Um, yeah. It does seem from everything I've seen that even the politicians were surprised that they won. You know, a lot of people were just like, why? <laughs> well, yeah. crap, now we actually have to deal with it. Because I did watch this thing, and I will do it as a mild, mild shout out. There's, um, well, there's two channels I've been watching uh, recently. One's called TLDR, which I've mentioned before. The other one is called um, Different Bias. Mm-hmm. And it's a guy, he, he's actually a smart guy. He's, I think he's a, a, a physics teacher or something. So, not a dumb guy. 
Right. Uh, but he just likes talking about politics and he sort of analyzes the way he says he's not you know apolitical about it. he's like yeah this is my bias but this is the fact that i understand them yeah and he he's he does a lot of stuff about that and i've completely forgotten my point something about um yes was it he was basically explaining how referenda as should be done and how it's done in other countries that have them on the regular mm-hmm. is you basically agree to the everything first you work out what it is you actually want from the referendum and then you put it to the people so the people know exactly what they're voting for. Yeah, that, that sounds happened. like it would be a good idea. And also, also, it's, it's not, not supposed, supposed to be legally binding, binding it's, it's just advisory. So, so there's that, that as well. well. And, and the, you, you look, look at the margins, margins I, think I think it's like... like I think our margin was less than the um, Clinton-Trump um, vote. It was like a really tiny margin. Mm-hmm. So I was like, it wasn't even like... I think it may be an 8%, but like... A percent point something or other, like yeah. as a margin, not even a full five percent. So yeah, well, I think uh, immigration racism. Like I said before, a couple of weeks back or whatever it was, that immigration is a thing that needs to be looked at because we are a small island. We can only take so many people, and yeah. it is a valid concern. However, you don't just turn people away for the sake of it. Yeah, we've got the excuse that they're brown people because you know they're um not. Most of them are white in the room. There's a young woman I happened to be getting the bus with the last couple of, last week, and she's perfectly pleasant. And I think she's Polish from her accent. I've met a few Polish people, and they've, they've similar accents. Mm-hmm. And she's a lovely lady, pretty charming. She's like on her way to work as well. So yeah, as far as I know, because I wasn't as politically savvy um, when it was all happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, immigration is the main thing, but there's obviously lots of other things that people thought they were voting for or against and everything. Well, for the record, if anyone's wondering, I actually did vote Remain. Yeah, which which is good because it's like I'm, I'm sitting over here. I'm like, why would why? That's that's like <laughs> that, that that would be that would be equivalent to me slitting my own throat. Maybe not quite as extreme as that, but it would still not be a good yeah. idea. Yeah, I mean, I think my whole family voted Remain. My best friend um, Adam, he voted Leave. And I, um, there was this pitch someone posted of um, like some pets with their freshly minted passports. Um, do you understand the concept of animal passports? Uh, I think this is the first I've heard of it. All oh, right, basically, it's because um, obviously we've eliminated rabies and um, other such disease. And the short version is, you get your animals checked over by whichever authority it is. Mm-hmm. And they will issue what well, they're calling a passport. It's basically saying, yes, this animal is completely clean. This animal is not going to carry any communicable, communicable diseases. Therefore, it is free to travel. I think there might be a still like a quarantine procedure, but like shorter than it would be normally. Yeah. So, and then it basically is these two little cats with their passports with the saddest little faces. I don't know how they got those faces. Like, it's just, it's just the cats are like, how do I tell them they can't travel now? <laughs> and I showed that picture to my friends. Like, look. Oh, yeah. Meanwhile, over here, (laughs) Trump, among all the other bullshit that that my brain is still trying to get into order, he he is he he is so adamant about that border wall, (sighs) even going so far as to pull it out of military budgets, which which it's like okay. I, I think we should have a smaller military budget in general. 
you know, the only way I personally could justify a larger military budget is if the majority of it was going to the well-being of the soldiers, as in, you know, soldiers and vets, Mm -hmm. you know, quality of life improvements to where maybe they don't have to worry about being on food stamps or have to worry about donating blood plasma or what have you. Any of the myriad things. That's just socialism. How dare you? Uh, then so be it. I don't care. <laughs> but, I'm, I'm sorry. Please continue. Yeah, it's okay. Uh, but I digress. Um, but he, Trump is wanting to pull money out of pretty much everywhere just to fund this wall that he said Mexico is supposed to pay for. <laughs> Even though we all like, like the majority of us who have been anti-Trump from the beginning knew, like, yeah, he, he's he's a fucking liar who lies. He's evil. He lies. Hi. Yes. Oh. The lang lang lies. Yes. I, and I can't remember what that line's from, but it makes me laugh. Yeah, just. Uh, and 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 of course, behind him is is Moscow Mitch McConnell, and we call him Moscow Mitch not only because he he's he's been coming out as more and more working with the Russians, who were mm. politically speaking, we're not supposed to be working too closely with, uh, <laughs> considering Putin is a dick bag in and of himself. But, mm. you know, Trump's taking money from them and and potentially, you know, you know, Russia. I mean, for all other things, Russia meddled in our elections in 2016. This is a fact. Mm-hmm. And which is why I will always say that Trump won with the help of the Russians. Um, yep. I think whether, they intimated ours as well. Yeah, they're they're Russians are wanting to take over the world and and um, nobody seems to care. Well, <laughs> there are some people who care, but, you oh. know. But uh, most everybody else is like, oh, they're white. Who cares? Uh, it's probably why white and conservative, you know, and, and when I when I do refer to the Russians in this way, I do mean the Russian government, not necessarily the people. Yeah. I know there are plenty of people who are anti Putin and are like and are like, hey, that Putin asshole needs to get the fuck out or however they sound. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hashtag the all Russians. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> So and and it's the same with any any blanket statement I make like about America or about England or Germany or, or whatever. Um it's usually meant for the government. And and I try to yeah. be clear about it, but in case I'm not, there you go. <laughs> That's yeah. this has been covering my ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So there's all of that and then we had Hurricane Dorian come and slap up the east side of the country a little bit after squatting on the Bahamas for a couple of days as a Category 5 hurricane. Just e- goddamn. And now, now I just have to wonder, what, 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 is, what is the government response for the Bahamas? Because, mm-hmm. no, I don't know. They're not a U.S. territory or anything, but, you know, they could use our help, and we are one of the richest nations in the country, you know. Let's, yeah. let's find out, you know. Now, granted, while the hurricane was squatting there, I could understand nobody being able to get in because, hi, you know, yeah. Category 5 hurricane. We understand. But, Big swirly death wind. Yeah. So <laughs> it's gone now. Let's get folks in there if they're not already in there. As of this recording, mm. I do not know for sure, and I don't have it in any of my notes. So, <laughs> But if they're not already doing it, need to get people in there. Uh, yes. But it went and slapped upside, like, you know, the Carolinas a little bit. Uh, looked like it was going to hit part of Florida. And it's like, oh, God, please let it level Mar-a-Lago. <laughs> every other Trump property out there. Just please. But no, no such luck. 
And at one point, Trump had some sort of a meeting or conference or something where he he kept at, he kept on uh, saying that, among other things, he was going to go and threaten Alabama. Never mind the fact that the rest of Florida would be in the way, including where I'm sitting right now. You know, never mind Alabama might get hit. And when it turned out it's not, he, he tried to backpedal. He's like, well, you know, he's Trump. He's a lying liar who lies. Going so far as to having this hurricane chart. And in addition to what it says there, he tried to make it out to where to where it was projected to go into Alabama using a Sharpie. That was so funny. I saw about it afterwards. Was like, but it turns out. Have you heard this part? Apparently, um, interfering with an official weather chart is considered a criminal offense. Like, I think it's whether it's federal or local, but I guess it'd be federal, wouldn't it? Yeah. Which. So they're saying it's a crime. Which? <laughs> oh wait, that's another crime on top of all the other crimes that Trump has pulled, including oh. concentration camps, including family separation, including. <laughs> Allowing fucking white supremacists to run rampant and even charging that particular group of people up. He is inciting the white supremacists. Do you think did you think we'd forgotten about all of that? Did you think no we haven't? Uh, trust me, we know that children are still being separated from their families at the border and dying. Maybe yeah. not maybe not wholesale dying, but they are still dying from neglect down there. We have men and women who are just wanting to come to this country. Yeah, you know, sanctuary laws means they can come and claim sanctuary and then get themselves situated. That's all that that is supposed to be legal. But Trump yeah. and his cronies and all of his criminal friends don't want the brown people because the brown because they're fucking racist. Yeah. Ah, but so you know they're doing everything they can to to make it a a white supremacist utopia, which I, as a white person, do not want. Sorry for your mm -hmm. ears. It's okay. I turned the volume down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she knew it was coming, which probably long-time listeners of the show probably realized it was coming, too. I have a pattern. What can I say? Uh, so, so with the 2020 election coming around, we got the clown car with, with the, the Democratic clown car starting to dwindle <laughs> out a little bit. Last time it was Republicans. Now it's the Democrats. That's starting to dwindle down. And, um, uh, you know, I'm not registered neither as Republican nor Democrat. Um, yeah. But I, I'm willing to bet. You know what? Fuck mm -hmm. Joe Biden. You know, we don't we don't yeah. need him. We just do not need him. Um, I would go for either Bernie or Elizabeth. Elizabeth Warren. Um, I like Kamala, but I didn't get a vote, so. Yeah. I would probably skew more towards Warren than, than Bernie, mm. but, you know, I'll vote for either one of them if they're the nominee. You know? Yeah. But um, and and that's not to say that all obviously every candidate out there has their has their issues has their flaws. Um, Joe Biden, we all know he's his. Uh, let's just say he's been kind of creepy with some of the girls, from what I understand, and that's not good. Um, just uh, I saw something about that, but he had taken it in like someone has sort of whispered in his ear, and he's. Or like curved it, so I mean, at least he's listening. Yeah, which credit, which credit to Biden. Yeah, uh, well, yeah. it shouldn't be in the first place, but yeah. <laughs> but you know what? If if here is the thing about things like that, you do it. You 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 bad for doing it. Yes, 
what you do now, what happens to you afterwards is how you grow and, and change from that. Uh, yeah. let's, let's let's take James Gunn for example. We're gonna we're gonna bring that up. You know, back what was it, two thousand nine? He had all of this, you know, ow the edge humor and everything. And, yeah. And then within the last year, who was it? What was it? Ben Shapiro or 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 some right wing alt right nut Jake nutcase? Ben Shapiro. I think it was someone else. Yeah, I, I don't remember exactly who it was, but somebody <laughs> somebody over in that particular camp. Decided to yeah. dig up all of these tweets and say, "Oh, look at this!" and and try and get him. And, and he actually got fired by Disney for mm. a little while until they, they were like, "Yeah, you know what? Let's bring him back." Especially since the fans fucking want him. And the majority of the fans are like, you know, and the people that would be offended by this stuff is like, "Yeah, this was 2009. He has obviously made, you know, made strides to be a better person apart from this." And even he's like. Yeah, that was the thing at the time. I'm not doing that anymore, you know. Yeah. So, you know, James Gunn, overall good. And that's yeah. fine. Whereas somebody like Trump, who doubles down, triples down, and lies about everything, obviously has not changed from grab him by the pussy. Or if he has, yeah. he's gone away from that particular... He's went from one bad to another at best. So... <laughs> So he's not really improved himself, except in just being more evil, and thus fuck Trump. Yes. You know? And and I use Trump as 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 the example here, but you can you can you know, that's the great thing about social media. And one of the reasons why I very rarely will delete a tweet or whatever because I want somebody to see my progression because yeah. I do put some of it out there. I don't put everything out there. But I put enough of it out there. You can get an idea. Okay, at this time you believed this, and that wasn't cool. But he's, you've you've grown and changed, and you've come around to this here, and that sort of thing. You know, yeah. that that's the big reason why I typically don't delete anything. And I know some people be like, "Well, somebody can somebody go back and pull this and this and this." I'm like, "Yeah, they could." But you know what? I own it. I don't pull that shit anymore. And I say constantly. I would go back and just deck my past self for some of this shit. Yeah. And believe me, there's a lot of shit my past self deserves to be decked in the face for. But, you know, we we cannot time trap. We, you know, we do not have a TARDIS. We cannot go back in the past, and we can't do that. So, oh, but yeah. And oh, I'm trying to think, was there any, any other big, bigger things that I've missed? Cause I don't know, but on the Biden thing, the the point he lost me, and I, I will admit this is like a thing I saw, so I don't know how much truth it there is to it. Mm-hmm. But um, the quote from him saying um, that a national health service or you know social healthcare, whatever whatever title it's being given this week, um, would be an insult to my dead son who couldn't have that. Like, oh fuck off, just fuck off. <laughs> you know what? You know you know what? I hope I hope. You know, if, if if people can survive in a non-corporeal form, you know, as spirits yeah. or poltergeists or whatever, I hope Bo goes and just just dust crops his own his, his old man. Yeah. Just just be like, hey, don't don't use my name like that. <laughs> yeah. Fucking idiot. So, yeah, I didn't know, I didn't know the, the lad's name. Um, yeah. Man. How old was he when he? I honest, I, I honestly don't know. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, like, was he a child or was he, was he an adult? I think he was an adult. Okay. I think. But even still, you know, 
I would, I would yeah. imagine being in the spirit world, you'd learn certain things and you'd be like, wait a minute, this isn't right. Even if, even well, if you I'm died as a about, kid, you know, yeah. you'd be like, eh, I don't know about this. <laughs> no, I just meant because I didn't know how old he was when he passed. Yeah. I mean, it's still sad either way, but yeah. But yeah, no, I don't like I you know, I don't know if that's true or not. I've I like I said I saw it once online, I, I didn't see any citation, but it was like well fuck you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, oh so before we go to break, I want to bring up a, a story I didn't put in my file, but it was shared in the general news channel on the Thespian Talk Discord by Skolapendra, who mm-hmm. who's been pretty good about providing a few stories here and there. Um obviously we didn't get to it last week because we weren't recording. But that's nope. okay. <laughs> um, uh, well, well, actually, no, wait, it was posted on the second. So even if we had been recording, it, it wouldn't have made it into that one. So yay. No. Um, yeah. So it, it's all right. But uh, the headline reads, No mixed or gay couples, Mississippi wedding venue owner says on video. Ugh. Because of course, of course you do. Because of course it's fucking Mississippi. You know, LaCambria Welch claims her brother and his fiance have been in contact with the owner of Boone's Camp Event Hall, making wedding arrangements for about a week, when suddenly, the owner of the Booneville, Mississippi business sent them a message. They would not be allowed to get married at the venue after all, because of the venue's beliefs. Uh, I would just like to note that the venue itself cannot have beliefs. The venue itself is is, is not sentient. Now, yeah. Now, it is because of the owner's beliefs, you know... Which, while still wrong, because you really shouldn't be discriminating based on what your God tells you to do, especially in a professional manner, then, then you know, yeah, fuck you. Anyway, when Welch learned that her brother, who is black, would not be allowed to rent Boone's camp to Mary's fiancé, who is a white woman, she says mm. she drove to the venue herself and asked why. There, she filmed what she says is an encounter with a woman who works for Boone's camp. And the article does have a video. Yeah. Um. And and the qu- woman who is believed to be the owner, Donna Russell, tells uh tells Miss Welch, uh, first of all, we don't do gay weddings for mixed race because of our Christian race. I mean, our Christian belief. Christian race. Oh, that okay. is one hell of a slip, ma'am. Just, just wow. That, you know. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play armchair psychologist and 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 guesswork a little bit here, but I'm willing to bet this is the kind of woman who equates Christianity to being white, who would look at me and 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 assume that I am Christian even though I'm not. Mm-hmm. That that's how that's how this woman likely thinks. So uh, she doesn't subscribe to Middle Eastern Jesus then? No, probably not. <laughs> Even though Jesus was literally born in the Middle East. Yep. Yep. But no, he's white as snow. It's like, no. Unless you were born to two white parents and stayed out of the sun. No. Yeah. Uh. Uh. Well, one of his parents was God, so obviously he's white. Because he probably would make himself anything other than white. Well, God can be whatever the fuck he wants to be. Or she. Yes. Or they. You know. <laughs> you know. You know, as but no, why would God make himself anything less than that? Mm. Uh, or, or to take a take a bit from Bennett the Sage from a long, long time ago, he, mm. you know, God could have a Breno. Don't know what a Breno is, he? but okay. 
So and he was the one I never really got into, not because I didn't like him, but because he does anime and it's not my thing. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. It's just, oh, but this this woman, this woman, wow. Yeah. You know, there there is a lot more in this article that that we can go through, but uh, just I I just wanted to bring that up because that is just God damn it, and, and some of the responses in the Discord as well. Uh, mm. you know. Uh, one, one of my one of my one of my friends, you know, uh, you know, claims, you know, said that not, you know, you know, Scholar Pender himself or himself, I think it's I think it's he, uh, thought mm-hmm. that we were past all this with at least with interracial marriages, and I thought the same thing too. It's like, yeah. you know, I mean, even in the South, even in the fucking deep South, around here, even even around here, that wouldn't nobody would stop you, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. But you know. And of course, the stereotype was brought up. Not they're not even aware that women have the right to vote or read, which <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, which I'll go into the forum again. I, I missed all that. Yeah, which <laughs> I, I which I which I I, I said uh, yeah yeah y'all ain't too wrong. <laughs> I kid, of course, but yeah, but but being a southerner, I'm allowed to do that. Uh, technically, yeah. everybody's allowed to do that. But technically, whether... I'm a southerner as well, so yeah. <laughs> you know, everybody. You know, you know, and one small thing about jokes before we go to break, anybody can make yeah. any joke they want, you know, physically or whatever, you know, that's, that's fine. You want to, you want to make a joke about, you know, the, mm-hmm. the card reader at the Wendy's sucking your soul and turning you into a politician. That's one thing. That's fine. You can make that joke. You want to make a joke, you, you using slurs and, and shock humor. You could do that too. Here's the thing that you do not get out of, though, is the consequences of your joke. Yeah. And I think that's something a lot of people tend to not understand is you can say or you can say whatever you want. You can make whatever joke you want. That's fine. As long as, you know, it's not against terms of services or whatever, you know, or or in certain cases like joking about killing the president, whoever he or she may be. You don't, you yeah. don't necessarily need a joke about that because then the FBI will look at you and be like, hey, wait a minute. You know, <clears throat> yeah, things like that there. But you can make all the jokes you want. You can say the words you want, but you still have the consequences you have to deal with. You can't go and make triggered jokes without facing some sort of consequence. And if you think you yeah. have to, you're probably somebody who is not affected by a triggered joke. Just saying. Uh. So- Couple of quick thoughts, boys. <laughs> One, um, remember a while back there was that uh, lady registrar, whoever it was, who didn't issue gay marriage license, marriage, marriage license, same-sex couples because it's against her belief. Oh yeah, uh, Kim Davis. Uh, there was, her name is. There was a great meme about that. I did. I saw the meme before I heard the story. It was a picture of Scully saying, "Doesn't believe in aliens, still does her fucking job." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And as your um, anyone can make a joke thing, uh, have you ever heard of Council of Geeks? Um, I Nathaniel might have. Of... Yeah, he's um, gender fluid. Um, he does a lot of Doctor Who stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but he very recently, and I will dig out the um, thing so you can put it in doobly doo, he did a thing about who can make what joke. And obviously, with his bias, it was more towards the um, LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Um, but I think it could, you know, you could transfer it over to a few other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that that if um if the listeners are interested, um, we'll I'll make sure Gamer puts a link, 
um, everywhere you can put the link. Yes. Um, because it is worth it. You always just look up Council of Geeks and it'll be one of his more recent videos. Yeah. Right. That was really interesting. Yeah. Genuinely, I found it quite interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I obviously haven't seen it, but I'm, I'm anticipating, you know, yeah. yeah, I would, I would want to say anybody can make any joke, but here's, here's who can make the joke without consequence, without negative. Well, he used a couple of, because he, he obviously has, um, videos, he, he did use a couple of examples of like, oh, well, here's where it works, and here's like controversy where it doesn't like. It's, I think he used like um, Mel Brooks and Monty Python as a couple of examples of like what mm -hmm. does and doesn't work. So that was, that was kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean. And, and and even uh, this was back in the '90s, but George Carlin, he did a whole yeah. bit using you know pretty much every slur that he could think of at the time, not to for shock value or anything, but to discuss you know the words and the people who used them. He may have mentioned that as well, but I know the focus was more along the more obviously geeky stuff. Where I don't think George oh, yeah. Carlin is a bit into geek. Yeah, and and every. Every right winger and, and and person like that is like, oh, George Carlin would eviscerate all of you fucking snowflakes. I'm like, they would yeah. eviscerate the fuck out of y'all too. Y'all are more targets. Yeah. And and Carlin has, was not a he was not afraid to go after you know to make fun of feminists and some of the things that they've done. It's the fact yeah, that yeah. the right wing makes themselves more of a target by and large. Yeah. He went after everybody. It just depended on who was the larger target. Yeah, that, that's how we rolled. You know, that's that's well, why a lot of the stuff that we see happening, still happening nowadays. Carlin was talking about. Uh, yeah. I know uh, Leon Thomas put out a recent episode of Renegade Cut where he talked about the the I, the cult of work. Basically. Yeah, I've just watched that say. Yeah, and I'm sitting there thinking, is like, oh god, the rich pitting all the other classes against each other so they can run off with all the fucking money. Who said that? Yeah. Oh yeah, George Carlin. When did he say it? The fucking 90s. Yeah. Uh, so with that... When, oh, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, when that episode probably aired, actually, because it was season eight, wasn't it? Season eight Simpsons. Yeah. Probably, yeah, probably close to the same time he had that bit. Yeah. So. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, so with that, we are going to go ahead and take our break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we've got some newsy news. See you then. Yay. Hey folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment, but first I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit, and while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help, and if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does, and you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads. It's great. Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. Okay, so I want to mention a story. Um, this this has nothing to do with, with a uh, future article we're going to talk about, um, but it's something that I bring up kind of in passing. 
at the time of this recording, I forget if it's in the first half or second half. But uh, this happened this week while I was out and about on the road. So I was stopped at a at a truck stop. They have a Wendy's and just getting my stuff, you know, whatever. And as I was waiting to, you know, you know, you know how you have to wait for the little card reader to get ready to go and all of that. Well, I was waiting for that. And the kid behind the the register said, you know, he, he's letting me know because, you know, you got to let make sure everybody knows. Even if you think they know, you should do it anyway, just to cover your ass, basically. Um, and it was clear he had practiced this. So he said, you know, make sure, you know, make sure you wait for for Wendy to be off the screen. She'll stare into your soul. And if you put the card in too early, she might take your soul by mistake. My, my, uh, he had my attention. <laughs> and and he goes on and says that it happened to one person before. And it, we didn't notice it until we, re- we didn't, you know, we didn't realize until he'd been standing there for about five minutes. And then they got it taken care of. And later on, that dude became a politician because according to this kid, you'd have to have no soul to be a politician. <laughs> uh, I probably butchered all the hell out of it. Um, he probably, do, you know, he does it a lot better, but it's not like I can say, you know, go check out this kid because I don't know his social media presence. I really don't. But um, but yeah, that's, that's just a little fun, cute thing I wanted to share with you guys um so that's that was that was a highlight of my week um so yeah uh back to the show and we are back from our break and 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 i realized over the break there is one story that that i'm going to touch on just slightly here because Mm. to go more in depth with it i want to have cat here um but the, the 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 big trial thing that 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 Vic Mignogna, the Vic Le Mignon, and, and his <laughs> cronies, you know, blackface lawyer Ty Beard, which I wonder if he's any relation to Frank Beard. Um, and if you get that, thank you. Um, it's but, Sunday. It's you. So I'm guessing JoJo. Nope, it is not a JoJo <laughs> reference. <laughs> but um, but no, I'll, I'll explain that reference in a minute. But. Uh, Ty Beard is is Vic's lawyer. Vic didn't even show up to the damn thing, even though he's the one that's uh, suing uh, Jamie Marchi and and I'm probably butchering her name. Basically, it, it, it's it's Rohan Kishibi. Yes, that is JoJo suing uh, Panty and Stocking. Basically, it, to to put it simply, um, you know, all the news articles will have their their legal names and everything. Um, mm-hmm. But he didn't even show up, even though he's the one suing them. And the Isn't judge, contempt? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Isn't that contempt? You would think, but uh, but uh, basically, he the judge has has yeeted out the uh, thing against uh, Jamie Jamie Marchi, right? Uh, which I don't know about uh, the other lady yet, but but uh yeah it's just uh but there is there is a transcript a small transcript between the judge and ty beard that i, I do want to share here and it'll probably be shared again later mm-hmm. when when the next time cat's on but i want to share it here because it's just so so good um starting with the judge um is that all the evidence on torturous interference with existing contracts and torturous interference with prospective business uh going to ty beard 
Yes. Those are both dismissed. Tybeard says nothing. Am I not being clear? No, Your Honor. It's that I'm not listening. It would help <laughs> if you would. Just, God damn, you're supposed to be listening. You stupid idiot. But, but, but I'll, but I'll, I'll leave it there for now. I'll, I'll wait for for Cat to pop on. Cop up on the yeah. next show and and oh god considering she's had to deal with him oh mm. dear <laughs> she probably Wait a minute, most of my information i get from this show yeah. like, i hadn't even heard about it before yeah so so okay so with that we're we're gonna we'll, we'll go ahead and hit the news um this first one uh comes out of once again mississippi because <laughs> That, that's where the South goes to ferment, and, and that that's where racists go to. I want to say that's where racists go to die, but that's not exactly true. Yeah. That's where racists go to have an, have a major clusterfuck, which is different <laughs> from an orgy. An orgy is organized clusterfuck. You don't know what the hell you're putting your dick in, into. <laughs> just to, just to be clear, um, this has been your TMI corner. Okay, so yeah. on Friday morning, he left home as he always does with his forty caliber Smith and Wesson clipped to his right hip. He took his wife to the hospital for blood tests, then went to the local Walmart Supercenter in Corinth, Mississippi, where he waited to see whether he and his visible firearm would still be welcome. So, so okay, um, I'm going to give you listeners about five seconds, um, or or he'll just pause the podcast if you want a moment. To <laughs> um, but um, just just take a guess as to what race this particular man is. Uh, you know, take a moment, pause if you need to, then come back. Michelle, what do you think? Oh, 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 oh. Uh, was, was he white, sir? Was he white, sir? He is white. <laughs> uh, days earlier, Walmart had become the latest big box chain to take a public stand on guns when it, in a, when it announced it would ask customers to stop openly carrying firearms in its 4,750 U.S. stores. The retailer said it would stop selling ammunition for military-style rifles and handguns and would push Congress to pass tighter gun control laws. Yay. Good start. Good start. Yeah. Wish you would start it sooner, but okay. Uh, Walmart's stand represented a major shift in the way retailers are positioning themselves in an increasingly fraught debate over who has the right to have guns and where. Walmart wasn't alone. Within hours, Kroger, the largest country's largest grocery, sh- grocery chain, said it too would ask customers to refrain from openly carrying firearms at all 2,800 of its stores. CVS, Walgreens, and Wegmans made similar announcements in quick succession. In total, Mm. those retailers have more than 23,000 stores in the United States, though some of them are in places that already have such a policy against openly carrying guns. Other big chains, Mm. such as Target, Starbucks, and Chipotle, have had such policies against open carry for years. Gun control advocates and industry experts hailed it as an administration, as an admission rather, by one of the country's largest corporations that the government wasn't doing enough to stop the gun violence. Something most of us already knew to begin with, but it's good to have somebody with more with a bigger voice to say, "Hey, these fuckers are right." Uh, the sheer size and power of Walmart means this is perhaps the biggest blow to the NRA in the history of the organization," said Chris Allieri a crisis management expert and founder of Mulberry and Astor, a public relations firm in New York. Uh, this is not some left-leaning coastal CEO sending a tweet or two. This is Walmart saying, this is how we're going to do business going forward. Take note. 
Although Americans took to social media to say Walmart's efforts made them feel safer about shopping at the company stores, the NRA, you know, the, the terrorist organization, and gun rights groups increasingly are encouraging members to stop shopping at retailers that have tightened their open carry policies in recent days. Freedom Movement USA, mm -hmm. a group of constitutional conservatives calling mm -hmm. for a Walmart boycott. <laughs> Walmart boycotts don't even work when liberals try to do it. What makes you think conservatives are going to do any better? <laughs> it's, it's just not going to happen. Uh, they've had 3.5 million million visitors on its Facebook pages since Tuesday, according to the group's head, Brandon Harris. Uh, mm -hmm. The group's the group being Freedom Movement USA. Uh, yeah. And I do have a note here. These that mm -hmm. my note says: Remember, these are likely the same kind of people who would whine when someone suggests a boycott of any company who advertises on places like Breitbart. Obvious double standard is in play. Because yes. they would. They, they they cry foul when whenever somebody is like like there's the uh, takedown MRA's Twitter that's the first one that came to mind although that's not the one I'm looking for the 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 e. um the one that oh god uh I know which one I'm talking about uh sleeping giants that's the one all right yeah that Twitter they they'll they'll tweet at companies saying hey your ads are here just thought you would like to know and then that company. You know, and they give them the information, and that company makes a decision. Most of the time, yeah. that company is like, "Oh shit, we don't want this," and and just pull it right off. Which, of course, all the all the people, all the Ben Shapiro's and the Alex Joneses are like, Meh. and they whine when yeah. people want to boycott Chick Fil A. Meh. But yeah, and yet liberals are snowflakes. Mm, yeah. So. To get back to this guy, Howard, 57, who calls himself a constitutionalist and a Christian, said oh, the policy changes sorry. felt personal. No, it's not personal. He owns about 20 guns and has been openly carrying a pistol for six years. Most likely to compensate for something, I won't say what. <clears throat> His wife keeps a revolver in the middle pocket of her purse. He said he quit going to Dick's Sporting Goods last year after the company stopped selling military-style rifles. Oh, no. Your your support is going to shut them down. Last I checked, Dix is still doing pretty well. Because they have all sorts of sporting goods. And all sorts of people oh, no. that don't give a shit about the guns. Just saying. Now he's prepared mm -hmm. to boycott Walmart too if anyone there gives him trouble about his gun. This world being the way it is, we've got to protect ourselves, said Howard, who worked as a construction supervisor until he broke mm -hmm. his back on the job 15 years ago. Sad That's not good. Not yeah. good, but... I don't see why that's relevant, but you know, yeah. I haven't had to shoot anybody yet, but you never know. I, I keep a fire extinguisher in my house, even though I've never had to use it. Here's the thing though. Fire extinguishers, you can still use and, and, and put out the fire if you get to it quickly enough. You know, mm -hmm. you do. And, and, and even if the thing is expired, you could just go get a new one and it's fine. And it's not, you're not likely to set off a fire extinguisher as easily as you could set off a gun. You know, you're I'm, not going to have a thief come in and kill you with a fire extinguisher. They're going for the guns. But I digress. Bonus! Bonus! Those things are fairly solid. You could use that as a self-defense implement as well. There you go. <laughs> uh, on Friday morning, he strolled in as he always does. The hour he spent buying groceries, he says he saw at least seven others, mostly white men like him in their 50s and 60s, told ya, who also yep. had guns visibly strapped to their hips. He chatted with a manager and bought two and a half cases of shotgun shells. Bear in mind, it's not a military military rifle thing, so that's legal. Yeah. So, well, I say legal, but, you know, 
Walmart will yeah. do it. When Howard's experience was brought to Walmart's attention, a spokesman said Friday that the company is working to add new signs and employee training that reflect its new open carry policy in the coming months. In a statement Tuesday, uh, Chief Executive Doug McMillan, I almost said million, who was also a gun <laughs> owner, said the company will have a very non-confrontational approach to enforcing its new rules. It will treat law-abiding customers with respect. Tom Gresham, the host yeah. of Gun Talk, a nationally syndicated radio show, says he will personally stop shopping at Walmart and that many of his listeners have told him they will do the same. Gun owners of America aren't fooled, he said. Walmart has staked out its position in the culture wars, and we, the 100 million gun owners who don't commit crimes, are like, wait a minute, you just threw us under the bus. Okay, here's the thing. Walmart can sell whatever the fuck it wants. Yep. They don't sell porn. I wouldn't mind if they sold porn, but they don't sell yeah. it. They choose not to sell porn. They also choose not to sell things like, uh, just taking a quick look around here, certain certain alcohols, certain liquors. You know, some there are some WalMarts with like a liquor section or what have you, but I can't go into my uh, my local Walmart and get a bottle of Smirnoff. You know, yeah. not Smirnoff Ice, just regular Smirnoff. Yeah, yeah. So just just to clarify for anybody who's going to be like, oh, wait a minute, what? So, you know. Yeah. But, and that's their right to do so. As long as it is legal for it to be sold, they can sell whatever the hell they want. They have decided we are not going to sell guns like this. And that's okay. That is perfectly fine. They could decide, hey, we're not going to sell any products from, from you know, we could decide we're not going to sell video games anymore. Well, hey, GameStop's going to get more of the business. There you go. But but at the same time, it's like, yeah, okay, you're upset. That's okay. You can be upset all you want. But they're not coming after your guns. They're not they're, – it's not like Walmart is the end-all, be-all to buying a gun. There are other gun shops, just like it's not the end-all, be-all for video games. I can go literally anywhere else for a video game. You can go literally anywhere else well. for a gun. Yeah. You know, so – there, you have other options. Walmart is not your only option. Now, if it yeah. was your only option, then you may have an argument, or you may not. I don't know. But Again, the, the way it is... Still leave your gun at home. Yeah. Or in the car. Yeah, you could do that. Uh, Gresham, who has been uh, carrying a concealed weapon for more than 25 years, says he hardly sees anybody op openly carrying weapons near New Orleans where he lives. I probably have seen one person open carrying this year, he said, but I know thousands of people who conceal carry every day. Walmart's new policy prohibiting open carry, he says, doesn't affect him. But the way he sees it, these companies are doing nothing other than trying to show that they're one of the cool kids. Oh, you're going with that route. Oh, okay. Okay. So because, because they're doing something a little bit more progressive, something that makes people safer, oh, you're just trying to be cool. But yet... You wouldn't mind if they were like, nope, this is guns and ammo central. You know, it's all guns all the time. Fuck you, fuck your babies, and fuck everything else. We're selling guns, and you would be all cool with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hypocritical much? Yep. Uh, just goddamn. So, uh, yeah, Walmart doing good. You know, no yeah. open carry in there. I don't have to worry about it. I mean, even my dad, like, will carry a concealed mm -hmm. carry because... You know, whatever. He's, no. he's also a city official, so. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but 
even then, it's like he doesn't advertise it necessarily, as far as I know. You know, he'll walk into Walmart, but he's not going to have that there. And if he's not wearing something that that would conceal his gun, he ain't gonna he ain't gonna fucking be taking it in there. You know, cause, yeah, because my dad's not a moron most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> no, but also, um, aren't you a military brat? Yes. So. I assume it is your father that has the military training as well. That's your mother, in which case, fair play. Yeah. Most people uh. don't. Uh. It's just, uh. I mean, by uh. and large, the main pe- reason I see a lot of these gun nuts coming around and, and being like, you ain't going to take my gun, is because they they want something that, that will make them feel better about themselves or, in certain cases, give them a re- give them a way that they can easily kill people they don't like, aka non-white people. You know, yeah. is it by and large all the gun nuts? No, hashtag not all gun nuts. But those are patterns I'm seeing. Just saying, just yeah. saying there. Uh, uh, and 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 how many? Gun owners, did that guy say? Uh, let me look up here. There was too many. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, definitely too many. Um, I'm wanting to say there was. Where did it go? Where the hell did it go? There is. Mm-hmm. There is 100 million. Mm-hmm. Somehow, citation needed, man. That's all I gotta say. Citation needed. Yeah. Uh, so, any anything else you want to add before we move on to the next story? Um, one of Walmart that actually did have like the game policy that they got rid of all their violent games, but like kept their guns because I, I think I remember seeing something about that it was it was definitely a major sort I recognize the name of yeah sounds sounds like it might have been one of it might have been that but... also um you were saying about um all it, what you were saying I can't remember exactly what triggered it but again talking about Leon Thomas who that's basically a genius um the outrage is about control not breasts and yeah. that's the headlines of the video. Uh, and it's basically about Tifa from uh, Final Fantasy, Fantasy VII, the, yeah. the remake. And basically, it's, it's a great video that I'm saying about it's not because they, they want to make people more equality. It's just the fact that because people are gaining a little bit more equality, other people like, who have all the power already like, no, uh-uh. So again, um, we'll, we'll put a few videos in the links because... Uh, We'll just check out Renegade Cut anyway because it is a great series. Yes. Um, but that's you're right about that. Actually, that might be worth, worth people, people having a look, look at as well, if, if they don't already. already. I mean, I'm assuming that a lot of our listeners probably are aware of uh, Renegade Cut and some other stuff already. Yeah, and if they're not, so, now you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes. So. Uh, but more specifically, um, no, like I said, just the concept of guns just makes me nervous anyway. But, I mean, that's probably just my upbringing. Yeah. Um. But yes, uh, it's a step. Well done, Walmart, and, and anyone else who, who's having these policies. Mm-hmm. And I have to think, I don't know the exact numbers, but I have to think they are at least, <clears throat> in terms of money and power, comparable to the NRA, if not more so. Yeah. So that's got to be a good thing for them. So, oh, yes, yeah. what you need, like, you need some bigger boys standing up and saying, you know what? We're not, like, we're not trying to change policy for everyone, but this, this is the policy we're having. For us, yeah, and and yeah. it's just oh, we need we need more. Also, that. also boycotting just so funny. It's like when they had the Kroger and the Nike boycotts, who were like trashing and burning their um their stuff that they've already paid for. Like, That's yay, how... way way to own. That's not how a boycott works, you idiots. 
to love this and I'm never using them again. And, Just, gah. Uh, so, our next story goes over to the UK. Hey! A new oh, report. Like... Yeah, a new report from the UK <laughs> seems to confirm FET's worst fears, suggesting that pet vaccination rates in the country have dropped off substantially in recent years. Oh. And I also what? want to note that the headline reads, "Oh God, people are really people really are anti-vaxing their pets." Oh God! They, no. they, the headline itself is a little misleading. Uh, and clickbait, yeah. which it's on the show, so it kind of worked. Um, yeah. But veterinarians have been desperately reminding everyone that vaccines are safe and won't give pets autism. Yes, seriously. <laughs> but it wasn't entirely clear if pet owners were really shying away from vaccines. The new report comes courtesy of, of the People's Dispensary for Sick Animals, which claims to be the UK's leading veterinary charity. Never heard of Yeah, me neither. Uh, since 2011, the PDSA has carried out an annual survey of pet owners in the country, dubbed the PDSA Animal Well-Being, or PAW Report. Ah, ha, 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 ha. This year's report involved just over 5,000 pet owners. Most of these were cat and or dog owners, but a few owned rabbits as well. In addition mm. to questions about their pet's overall health, like how often they walk their dog, the owners are asked about their pet's vaccination history. In 2016, 84% said their pets had gotten their needed shots when they were young. But by yeah. 2018, that percentage had dropped down to 66%, a continuing a trend seen the year previously. Mm. It had to be 66. It couldn't have been, couldn't have been 3% higher. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I know they can't control that. Um, uh, there's no direct evidence in the survey that pet owners are buying into the propaganda spouted by the anti-vaccination movement. It doesn't seem to have asked people whether they think pet vaccines can cause autism, for instance. So... That's that's where I realized, yeah, that, that headline is clickbaiting. But again, it yeah. worked. Uh, the most commonly stated reasons for not vaccinating were that it was too expensive or that their pets never interacted with other animals, both at 17%. And 10% say they simply had never gotten around to it. Mm. So it's either isolation, which not necessarily good for your pet. Um, no. You know, not having the money, which very understandable. Uh -huh. And then also just fucking lazy. Yeah. <laughs> At least according to what's there. Uh, but well, let's move on. Uh, there's definitely some reason to think vaccine hysteria might be playing a role. For one, mm. people didn't report going to the vet or using other pet health services any less often in 2018 than they did in previous years. It was just vaccines they were avoiding more. And some owners said they didn't think the vaccines were necessary, 16%. Wouldn't be surprised if they were part of that 17% that mm. that pets never interacted. Uh, the yeah. authors of the PDSA report explicitly say that the myths and the misinformation about human vaccines spread through social media could be affecting pet owners too. We're on Twitter. We've probably seen it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just And, and of course, and, and the article does remind everybody, our pets do need vaccines as mu every much every bit as much as we do. There are a few other yeah. things, but it's kind of, it's all basically the same thing. Vaccination rates are going down because either laziness, high costs, or people just gun shy, otherwise gun shy about vaccinations. Um, but from what I'm, from what I'm seeing here is that the whole idea that vaccines cause autism in animals doesn't seem to be a, a, a contributing <laughs> factor. Which yep. if, if an animal has autism, how would you know? 
I mean, and 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 I I, I know that's, that that might sound a little harsh and a, and a little you know, a little off yeah. the wall, but it's like, how would you know? I because I honestly wouldn't. Um, nah. you can tell when a person sometimes <sighs> uh, mm. that that that's not the right thing to say, you know, you know, you know, a person could tell you whether or not they have it, uh, yeah. or a doctor could. It's not as easy for that in an animal, I would assume. Um. <sighs> So, uh, Michelle, your thoughts before I dig myself too deep into a hole here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, quick clarification. I have heard of PDSA. I just didn't know that what it's, that's what it's for. Um, okay. They're a pretty good charity. They, they help, um, you know, they, they're one of these charities that, like, help people who can't afford vet fees or, like, various things. Like, they're at, if people's animals are getting, no, they help people with um, vet fees and stuff. So, yeah, it makes sense that they would be doing these kind of surveys. Um, as that, I, that autism thing, it must be clickbait because I want to say, as far as I'm aware so far, the big anti-vax movement, like the you know, the really stupid side of it, hasn't really affected. You know, haven't really come over. I think there is policies where you, your children can't go to school unless they're back. You know, they've had their injections, and um, by the way, you have to send your children to school, so you know you can't avoid the vaccinations and such. Um, when there probably are some people that are looking at it a bit more and like, oh, is this a thing? Should I be concerned? In fact, uh, I remember a few years back, a British host, um, Rich Hammond, did, did uh, well, the former host of Top Gear. Mm-hmm. He actually had he did a whole series of things, um, like, should I worry about? Should I be concerned about? And one of them was on the MR MMR vaccination, mm-hmm. and I can't remember what he came. I think he did end up. They did give their girls the, the shots they needed. But yeah, so it has. It is a thing that has been discussed over here, um, but not to the same level of like I want medical freedom. I want that you you know, you can't do this because I decided that you can't do this in my child. We don't have as as I'm aware, we don't have any of that. However, that being said, I'm not a parent. I'm not in any parent circles. I don't know if anything is, um, you know, they, I mean the closest I have is like talking to my cousins because they've got like younger children. But again, they probably. You know, we've been raised a bit more sensibly than that, so they probably have given all. So, the idea of like being anti-vax in the first place is an unusual concept in England. So, to say anti-vax in pets, it probably more is finance. And oh, I didn't realize it was actually that big a deal. Um, uh, yeah, okay, fair enough. Maybe I should start thinking about it more. Yeah. You know, rather than oh no, my my um, Mr. Waffles might get autism. Like. I don't know why I called the dog Mr. Waffles, but it, it's funny to me. <laughs> I think we may have a title. <laughs> yep. Mr. Waffles might have autism. I don't know if I'd go with that with a title, but... Uh... Or it's just Mr. Waffles, just to say who? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Oh. But yeah, no, it's... I... The, yeah, the PDSA are a charity I recognise. Um, they do good work. I've, I've got in their charity shops and they, they've gotten some stuff on there. Um, yeah, vaccinate your dogs, vaccinate your cats, and obviously use Faye and Nusa, um, all that good stuff. Yeah, no, but like I said, um, anti-vax isn't really a thing here, so I'm not sure. I think that is just a quick point. Yeah. At least I hope it's not a thing here. Yeah, just, oof. Uh, <sighs> so, we'll come back over here to, to, to the Americas here. Okay. To Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Hey, take a shot. Yes, take your shots. Uh, 
A 28-year-old man awaiting sentencing on an attempted murder charge tossed urine on a prosecutor inside a Florida courtroom, according to police. Oh, for the love of... The attack happened Wednesday in Broward County Circuit Judge Susan Alspector's courtroom. Albert Navarez is now charged with battery for his attack on Broward Assistant State Attorney Andrew Newman. A Broward, Sher a Broward Sheriff's arrest report said urine went inside Newman's mouth and all over his clothing. The report didn't say what kind of container Navarez used to store the urine in the courtroom. I wouldn't be surprised if he just threw a bottle at him. Yeah. You know, that Because yeah, as somebody who has been on the road and has used bottles for that particular purpose. Yeah. If, you know, if you don't, if you don't uh, close the bottles tight enough, that will get everywhere. How do I know? Take a wild guess. Yeah. That did not smell right for a few days. <laughs> uh, so e even, even with fucking Febreze anyway. So it's probably what he used. Uh, the Miami Herald reports Navarez charged at Newman, flung the urine at him, and yelled, He told me to do it! He didn't say who he was referring to. Mr. Waffles. Yeah, apparently. Sorry. Mr. Waffles told him to do it. There you go. <laughs> Mr. Waffles made him do it. There you go. Uh, the sentencing hearing... There, now, that's, that, now that's a title. Uh, the sentencing <laughs> hearing was postponed, and Chief Assistant T State Attorney Jeff Marcus said, They are absolutely incensed by the incident. That is a tough, absolutely incensed by the incident. Uh, try saying that five times fast. <laughs> oh, I was but, say it once. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Oh, but just, uh, uh, just... Wow! You know, even if somebody's into water sports, I'm sure they would not want somebody just randomly tossing their piss on them in the middle of a courtroom. Just, no. No, don't do that. Don't just do that. Kill. You've already, you've already, maybe, then again, maybe this guy just also didn't have much else to lose. He was already going to prison, you know, for <sighs> attempted murder. You know, nothing else to lose. Why not? It gives us a story to talk about and laugh at and, and, and all of that good stuff as well. Uh, uh, I, I, I just, no, just don't, just don't do that. Keep it in, in your body or in the appropriate receptacles. Unless, I mean, yeah, again, like you said, you, you, you're you on the road, you have reasons to use, and that's fair enough, it's valid, but again, you take your receptacles and then put them into the, the main receptacle and take care of things. You don't. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, just, just, yeah, that's that's the lesson that we, that we learn here. Don't, just, don't throw your piss around, you know. Unless or any other bodily fluids. Yeah. Or any other bodily Unless you're protesting Donald Trump, and in which case, you know, let your conscience be your guide. <laughs> Give it a little whistle. Yes. Uh, speaking, of, speaking of bodily fluids going everywhere. Oh, no. Oh, this one is out of Oregon. Oh, dear. A 49-year-old man who had a falling out with a friend was sentenced Tuesday to three years of probation for filling a plastic toolbox with dog feces and ah. setting it to explode when his former friend opened it. Rob Alexander Stout told a judge that he went to a wrecking yard, retrieved an old airbag, and packed it into the toolbox with drog, drog, drop, drog, drog <laughs> droppings covering it. I, I swear I speak English. Uh, uh, so when the window is open, it would just blow the dog crap on him, Stout said. Police say Stout set the device on the back of his former friend's Camaro on April 16th, and that when his friend fell for the trap, it exploded with such force that it sounded like an M80 going off, and the dog scat was blown out of the toolbox, according to a probable cause affidavit. 
The friend was not injured, though I'm probably sure. Although I'm sure he probably smelled horrible for days. <laughs> Tuesday, when Judge <laughs> Edward Jones asked Stout why he did it, Stout explained that he believed his friend was was holding on to some of his tools and wasn't going to give them back. So, number one, well, you could... points for creativity. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Something, uh, second point, points for being typically non-lethal, if disgusting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if, you, if you've got to get back on somebody, that's a way to do it. <laughs> uh, I probably wouldn't, but, you know, Ooh. that's just me. Yep. I mean, and three years probation, okay, yeah. It's 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 not an excessive punishment for it. It's like because obviously you got to pay the consequences for it, but at the same time, it's just damn. You know, yeah. You know, I had a friend in high school who once stole stole a Super Nintendo game of mine, and you know, if I if I had the know how and the and everything, you know, hmm, maybe maybe I could have tricked him into drinking my pee too. <laughs> and if this is your first episode, you're gonna have no idea what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure I've told that story on the show. I'm pretty sure, but if not, I'll save it for a future episode. Um, oh, goody! <laughs> yes. Uh, or, or you can actually look on this thing as I probably did it in in a Gomer on the Go episode a long damn time ago. Uh, just mm-hmm. check up the, just check up the feed. Anyway. So before we go into our last story, what 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 have you got to say about this? I I mean, again, Mister Waffle strikes again. You know, like because you got it had to come from somewhere. Well, there you go. Um, <laughs> I I, did, I had a thought, but you carry on talking, and it kind of went away again. Um, so, oh, no. <laughs> um you know, let me just in the. Oh, I just oh. don't don't just don't <laughs> basically. Yeah. Um, I I approve of the use of the word scat in this context. It was it was correct. Yes, uh, I'm glad the friend wasn't injured or a former friend. Um, okay, ask if someone has your tools or your things. Ask, but I mean, I I have to assume that the conversation took place. Otherwise, that's escalate that escalated quickly. It, it might have just escalated quickly. Um. Yeah, I know there was there was um there was a thought mounting on my head and then it went away again. Um, oh no! You, you were talking about pranking and, and so. Yeah, but that's okay. This 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 last news story is it's not a prank. It's nothing horrible or or insane. It's actually actually a really good feel good story. Uh, this one is out of Georgia. Recess time is now a pleasant experience for students in wheelchairs. Faculty and staff at Park Elementary celebrated the new addition of having two wheelchair-accessible swings, which I, I, I will admit I didn't never thought they existed. If I knew they existed, the, mem- the data was far back in my brain. Mm. So, But still, it's a good thing. It's been yeah. a long time coming, and we haven't had wheelchair swings since I first began working here since 25 years ago, and we, we had some and they broke, said Amy Rexrode, a fourth-grade teacher. A check of $7,400 was generously made from the Cascade Hills Church through their Love Works campaign. When church members heard the school needed a playground set accommodating students in wheelchairs, they quickly dove into action. We believe we are supposed to love God and others, so it's a way we can show the love of God to other people, and if we can meet the need, we are all about it, said Brent Purvis, Cascade Hills Church pastor. 
Joy and laughter were all seen on the kids' faces. The idea of having a wheelchair swing came from five former students who wanted to make a difference. It made me feel yeah. bad whenever we gave them the swings, Mrs. Rexrode said we can make a video to help them. That said, Nick Barrington, a fifth grader. Uh, my baby sister, she never got to swing because she was in a wheelchair and she was above the playground, said Azalea Vasquez, another fifth grader. Swing sets are a blessing in disguise, giving a sense of freedom and independence to the students. They're special for a reason. God made them for that reason, so they should be able to play with everyone else, even though they have a really special purpose, said Karen Car Cargill, of another fifth grader. Which, that's so sweet. And you know what? To, to Cascade yeah. Hills Church, you Christianity, you are doing it right. <laughs> yeah. This, this is what you should be doing. Yeah. You have the mo you have the means. You see a need. You fulfill that need. That's what you should be doing. You should be the example being followed by all of these rich motherfuckers. Yeah, it's like this is this is good. I I approve yeah. of this. I I I am all for it. Ah. Yeah, I I am. I I think it's good and, and well done. But I I do tend to get a bit of a twitch whenever I say, "Well, God said this and God said that, and this is God's children." Like. Yeah. but coming considering it's coming from a church i'm i'm letting that slide especially since yeah, they're, yeah they're using it as a justification to, to do good i am not yeah. going to i am not going to damn them for this <laughs> no in this case it is my it is my issue yeah um, i can admit that but it's like um okay let me just without sort of taking away the whole of the story it's when you see those rescues programs and like people saying, oh, God was God was with them, and that you know, God was with me. God, was, like, no, the people who risked their lives to help you were the ones that were with you. And maybe the, the rescuers have a faith, and they sort of, you know, maybe they take a quick prayer before they go onto a mission. And again, that's fair enough. It's like, mm -hmm. but at the end of the day, it was people that got you out of the situation. Yeah, but. That being said, uh, I'm happy for the kids that got the um the, the special swings. I'm glad it's inclusive. I don't mind that the money came from a church because, like you said, it is the church doing something right. Um, mm -hmm. as long as there's no like proselytizing or anything attached to it, like any catches like that. Yeah. Then yeah, I'm all happy for it. I'm all happy for it. Like I said, it's my in this instance, it is my biases that are like saying, you know, yeah, like I, I twitch when I hear, well, God, God helped us and God was with us, like. Yeah, but like the other people who donated money were also with you. <laughs> yeah, you know the actual humans that were involved in the situation were with you. Yeah, which I just just to be clear and clarify, it doesn't seem like that the pastor is giving the credit to God, saying that God provided this or whatever. Oh, no, He's no. basically saying, yeah, because of our love for God, we are doing this. You know, not only to help people and helping other people also pleases God. So. I think there was a line like the um, the disabled children are like have a special purpose in God's plan. That yeah. seemed to be implied there. That kind of like, oh really? Maybe they're just kids who. Uh... My nephew's um, this, you know he's he's physically ill. I mean, I think I mentioned before he's he's fine. He can walk around, but he sometimes he gets tired and he needs a chair. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's like, doesn't mean it just means he's who he is. He's still he's still him. He's still his wonderful self. Yeah. It's not. It's not part of any plan. It's just happened. Yeah. You know. And my sister and her husband got the diagnosis. They worked out what they needed to do. They probably had a bit of a cry about it because you know he was born that way, and then they got on with it. Yeah. And and 
and even even that I'm I'm letting slide because it's a kid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a kid. Yeah, at that point, it wasn't Charles saying that. Um, so, oh, but with that, uh, with, with, with that, uh, I think that is going to be I, it. Oh, I will, I will clarify saying that if you are a Christian or a person of faith that isn't one on, on the extreme ends, or you just want to go out and do good. I know people who do identify as Christian and they are good people, so I'm not having like you like know, it's my bias, and you're you're wonderful people, like whatever faith you have, you know, power to you. Um, just, you yeah. know, yeah. it's me. <laughs> yeah, and, th- and that's perfectly fine, you know. So, uh, yeah, with that, we're going to get out of here and and all of that good stuff. Hopefully hopefully, we'll have a full roster next time. Uh, I should mm-hmm. start seeing about um, arranging for having guests on again. I, I just, mm-hmm. I'm honestly, I've been a little gun shy. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, there, are, there are specific people I want to have on, but, again, just yeah. gun shy. Even though some of them are actual friends of mine, oops. <laughs> <laughs> but that's and okay. maybe think about Saturdays as well, because you know Aaron doesn't tends to work Sundays all the time yeah. now. So uh, maybe that, Saturday. Yeah. That <laughs> who know who know we may we may work with that. That may not yeah. that may not uh, um, make a difference in terms of when this goes up. But yeah, yeah. But you know things coming and changing and everything. Uh, yeah. So. So with that, uh, Michelle, where could we find you on the internet? You can find me on Twitter at Phoenix11, P-H-E-O-N-I-X-1-1, and the same address for YouTube, where I recently had a couple of unboxing videos up. Um, last month I got a hammer, this month I got an axe. What's all that about? Yeah, go check it out and see for yourself. <laughs> and apologies. There was no film review. Uh, my friend's mum wanted some decorating done, which is why we didn't get to what's the Upon a Time in Hollywood, which is a shame. Uh, but yeah, unboxings. They're fun. Go check them out. Sweet. And if you wanted to find me on the social medias, you can find me on the Twitters, the Tumblers, the YouTubes, the Instagrams, even though I haven't been using my Instagram much lately, at Gomer21XX. Uh, you can find this show at Desk Talk Show on Twitter. Uh, you can find my own uh, Facebook page at Gomer the Ranting Thespian. And we also, I believe... This show also has a subreddit, r slash thespian talk, which I keep forgetting about. Um, wow. Yeah. So we have that there. And of course, there's the Discord. That link should be in the doobly-doo. If you click it and if it doesn't let you in, let me know. I'll, I'll make sure to get you a fresh one. It should mm-hmm. still work. It better still work. <laughs> uh, if not, then I'm going to be really upset with it. Mm-hmm. Um and of course, uh, let's see. What else? What else is there to put out there? I, I feel like I've got so much out there. Um, if you uh, like the show and you want to support it, there are several ways you could do it. You could like, subscribe, share, etc., etc., etc. Yeah, I know. So YouTuber sounding, but it's true. <laughs> um, look, and considering we do have a version up on YouTube, sharing, yeah. spreading the word around does help a lot. What also helps is uh, just direct monetary support because while yes, I do have this dri- another driving job and it's it's paying okay. You know, it, it can it can meet my needs. I would rather do this for a living. <laughs> I would rather spend all my time working on things like this, working on videos, maybe other podcasts. But yeah. I can't do that without you guys' help. So if you want to help support more monetarily, there are two ways you could do that. Uh, currently two ways you could do that. I'm going to look into other ways for like one-time deals or whatever. Uh, there's yeah. also the Anchor support, which if you go to the Anchor page for this feed under RTG Podcast Network... Uh, which is where I'm going to also put future episodes of other 
other podcasts that I may pull up or restart or what have you. Um, you could put it, do it there. Um, and of course, if you listen through like the audio versions or whatever, that, that also helps a little bit as well, because well, it anchor works, you know, you know, the, the, the ad bit, if you're not a patron of mine, the ad bit explains it all already. Um, speaking of patron, uh, I am on Patreon, patreon.com slash Gomer 21 X money so far. will be going to making sure all of this can go up and then in and up and up and up and, and basically help me make this my job. <laughs> that's, that's what I really want. Um, just, just help this make this my job. And if you like the artwork that comes with this, you can check out the very talented Becky Hopkins, who, who I love dearly and whose birthday is the Friday after this comes out. So, uh, so uh, go wish her a happy birthday over at BeckyHop13 on Twitter. Uh, tell her I sent you, and she will probably blush, and she will probably text me <laughs> with, 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 with a lots of love stuff. Um, but you can also find her stuff at Becky-Hopkins.com, or you can also contact her for commissions at BeckyHopkinsDesign at gmail.com. All of this stuff is, is, you can be found in the doobly-doo, and, and including Cat's uh, information, Aaron's information, Everything there should be in the doobly-doo. Um, but, yeah, that is going to be it. I have rambled on about my own stuff long enough and about and, and about everything else long enough. Um, so, yeah. Um, hopefully, could be two weeks, could be one week. We'll have to see. Uh, but until next time, this is Gomer, the Ranting Thespian, with Michelle, signing off. <laughs>